Praise the Lord and welcome to our weekly 30-minute podcast, The Elephant in the Room with Bishop Michael Bellamy. Our podcast will cover various topics that are often overlooked, misunderstood, or even controversial from a biblical perspective. We're blessed to have a team of wonderful producers who want to make each episode something that will be enjoyable and informative. Our producers have put together great episodes that will cover a wide range of topics on mental health awareness. During this episode, we will discuss the benefits of being both financially and spiritually ready for our futures, especially in regards to end-of-life planning. Today's podcast was produced by Lady Latrice Wallace Bellamy, it was edited by Lady Satoya Clanton and Sister Tynika Harris Coronado. I'll be right back with today's episode. We prepare for many facets of our lives. We make ourselves ready to do things we enjoy doing. We prepare for hanging out with our family and friends and we prepare ourselves to go to school or work. We sometimes prepare for going out on a date and plan out every detail from our clothing to what we think we want to order. As children, we may have imagined what our lives would be like, whether we would be married with children, have huge homes and nice cars, and have well-paying careers such as doctors, lawyers, scientists, bankers, and more. Thinking of our future is part of being human, but we must look beyond the basics. In Proverbs chapter 21, verse number 20, I'll read from the New Living Translation, King Solomon wrote, The wise have wealth and luxury, but fools spend whatever they get. Later in Proverbs, chapter 24, verse number 27, he wrote, Do your planning and prepare your fields before building your house. What was he saying in these scriptures here? Solomon is saying that we must set priorities and have a plan. Friends, here's the elephant in the room. Sometimes we forget about or put off preparing for our long-term financial needs. And our long-term spiritual needs are often neglected too. Before we can imagine the wonderful things God has in store for us, we must first put in the work and set a solid foundation for our future selves. When Jesus spoke to his disciples in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 7, verses 22 through 27, he explained to them the importance of having a solid foundation in the word and following the will of God. I'll read verses 22 through 27 in the King James Version. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? 
And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. The rain descended, and the floods came, and the wind blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. The rain descended, and the flood came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. Allow me to take Jesus' perspective on this a bit further and place it into context as we talk about long-term financial and spiritual readiness. It is in one's best interest to have monies saved to maintain essentials. According to Tyler Parker, a preferred banking office manager at First Republic Bank, as of 2019, per the U.S. Federal Reserve, the median transaction account balance, that is the checking and savings combined, for the American family was $5,300. The mean or average transaction account balance was $41,600. Friends, try to save at least six months to cover your rent or mortgage in the event you are unable to work or you get sick. Prepare for scheduled vehicle maintenance, which includes oil changes, tire replacement, tune-ups, or possibly a new car. Home improvements or other incidentals may include replacing a new furnace, water heater, AC unit, or the roof. In your planning, if possible, Plan a vacation or staycation by finding time to get away for self-care. Parker provided the following saving tips we can follow to ensure that we have adequate financial resources. Here they are. Number one, create a budget. Budgeting can help you know exactly where your money is going each month enabling you to develop strategies to reduce spending and contribute more money to savings. Number two, automate your savings. Scheduling automated allocations from your monthly income to either a savings account or retirement plan can help you ensure that you are contributing to your savings on a regular basis. Number three, consider creating separate accounts. Having separate bank accounts for different purposes, for instance, one for checking and one for savings, can help you ensure savings remain 
untouched. Number four, save different ways. Using different saving vehicles such as money market accounts and certificates of deposit can give you steady returns you can devote to savings and better protect you against market fluctuations. You can also put your money into investments such as mutual funds to grow your savings. Number five, consolidate debt. Consolidating debt such as credit card debt to a lower interest rate can aid you in saving money in the long term helping you reduce your overall payments each month and enabling you to contribute to savings and retirement accounts. Number six, consult a financial professional. Financial experts can provide a holistic custom saving plan based on your financial situation which can allow you to grow your account balances as well as your retirement savings. Let's talk about retirement plans. Retirement plans are systematic plans made and kept by individuals for setting aside income for their future retirement. In the Gospel of John, in chapter 9, verse number 4, I'll read it from the King James Version. It reads like this. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. According to Ashley Hubbard, 2021, the average life expectancy in the United States in 2020 was 77.8 years, down a full year from 2019. While the average decreased, we can see that much more often the average American is living longer lives because of access to better health care, food, and income sources. As the scripture says, we must prepare for the day when we are no longer able to physically work. Here are some tips on how to prepare for retirement. Number one, set aside funds and have cash on hand. Build a separate savings account for retirement. Number two, Find stable employment that offers a pension plan. You'll also want to search for a career that offers annuities, which are contracts between you and an insurance company that requires the insurer to make payments to you either immediately or in the future. You can buy an annuity by making either a single payment or a series of payments. Similarly, your payment may come either as one lump sum payment or as a series of payments over time. Monitor your social security benefits. Make sure that your employer 
is one that pays into Social Security. Make sure that your contributions are credible. The higher your income, the greater your payments are when you file for benefits. Identify your successor. Train someone to be able to perform your duties upon your departure. Now we're going to talk about health insurance plans. Are you enrolled in the best health insurance plans for your health? Some of us are underinsured while others are overinsured. Those of us who are healthy, we may not need the most expensive health insurance plans available. When we get older and may start having some health issues, we might want to insure in a more expensive plan that has lower copays and deductibles. How can you subsidize your out-of-pocket expense and copays? Seek discounts and coupons for your prescriptions. Sometimes you can get medications at no cost, especially on generic drugs. Who will be your medical power of attorney? You want someone that would stand up for you. Someone that is capable of talking and asking questions to the doctor. This person should also be someone who will be comfortable making decisions on your behalf, even when their own wishes differ from yours. This is Bishop Michael Bellamy. I hope you enjoy our podcast and subscribe to our Facebook page. You will find our weekly 30-minute podcast on many of your favorite platforms. Would you please tell your family and friends to listen in as well? We would also love to hear from you. Feel free to connect with us on Facebook and via email at theelephant.com. 2022 at gmail.com. Now, friends, let's talk about life insurance plans. When thinking about life insurance plans, consider the following statistic. According to the CDC 2019, in 2017, an average of 7,000 708 deaths occurred each day. January, February, and December were the months with the highest average daily number of deaths. 8,478, 8,351, and 8,344, respectively. June, July, and August were the months with the lowest average daily number of deaths, 7,298, 7,157, and 7,158, respectively. In her article titled, Life Insurance Facts and Statistics 2022, Ashley Hubbard wrote that 54% of all people in the United States were covered by some type of life insurance. 
and that the latter half of 2020 saw continued growth in people applying for life insurance due to the pandemic. Speaking of the COVID-19 pandemic, over 1 million people died as a result of the coronavirus, which made the virus one of the top three causes of death in the United States next to heart disease and cancer. Friends, these are sobering statistics. But we don't have to let them get us down if we've made preparation for when we have to leave this world. There are several types of life insurance plans you can purchase to cover your death and funeral expenses. Here they are. Term life insurance plans, a benefit in the event of the death of the insured during a specific term. Whole life insurance pays a benefit on the death of the insured and also accumulates a cash value. And then there is universal life insurance. It is a type of permanent life insurance and most insurers provide coverage up until the age 95 or 120, also known as flexible premium adjustable life insurance. It offers flexibility that other permanent policies like whole life insurance don't. For example, you can change the amount you pay in premiums, which may be appealing to those with fluctuating incomes. Whichever plan you choose, it should be something that will be helpful to your loved ones at the time of your demise. You do not want your loved ones to be concerned about expenses while they are grieving over you. Friends, I want to repeat that. I really do. You do not want your loved ones to be concerned about expenses while they are grieving over you. Have you elected or updated your beneficiary or beneficiaries? This is someone who will receive the benefits from your life insurance. Have you elected someone that will have you and your family's best interests at heart? If you have minor children, it may not be a good idea to list them until they have become of age. You may want to leave it to a trust or to your estate. Check with your attorney or financial advisor to find out what would be best for your specific situation. Have you elected an estate power of attorney? This must be someone you trust, someone that will follow your wishes, someone that has integrity. Do you have a living will? This is a type of advanced directive that a person wishes to receive if they are no longer able to make medical decisions because of terminal illness or because they are permanently unconscious. 
Do you have a will? This is a document written by a living person stating their wishes that are to be executed upon their death. Now, friends, let's talk about GoFundMe campaigns. We understand that the use of GoFundMe is often a sensitive one when dealing with the loss of a loved one. Our intention is not to offend, but to educate our listeners. Many individuals have turned to GoFundMe as a source of paying for health care expenses, education, volunteer trips, youth sports, pets, natural disaster relief, and funerals. The fundraiser story requires a compelling storyline to appeal to the donors' emotions to give to their cause. We read about successful campaigns of, of flood relief, a homeless person with incredible singing talent, and more. But there is no guarantee your fundraising goal will achieve what you set out to accomplish. As of 2022, as of 2020, only 7.8% have a successful rate of reaching their campaign goal. I will repeat that. As of 2020, only 7.8% have a successful rate of reaching their campaign goal. When we do not properly prepare for end of life, we delay celebrating our lives and legacies and cause unnecessary burdens for our loved ones. Please understand, GoFundMe is not life insurance. GoFundMe is not life insurance. Malcolm N.G. Harris, the CEO of National Care Financial Group, one of the largest African-American-owned financial services firms in the country, said, Your death should be a time of celebrating your life, not a time for your loved ones to crowdfund asking for donations toward the final expenses that you failed to properly plan toward. I'm going to repeat that your death should be a time of celebrating your life, not a time for your loved ones to crowdfund asking for donations toward the final expenses that you failed to properly plan toward. Brace yourself. You need life insurance to cover your burial expenses, pay off your debts, and help support your family by replacing your income, etc., it is not the responsibility of your children, family, friends, or church 
to go fund your funeral expenses. When planning your future, remember the budget for your funeral. When preparations have not been made, family members are left scrambling, depleting savings, charging high interest credit cards, and pleading with family, friends, and strangers to fill in the financial void. Now let's talk about preparing for our long-term spiritual needs. Earlier in the episode, I mentioned John chapter 9, verse 4, which reads, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. I applied the scripture to our natural lives, but it speaks strongly to our spiritual lives as well. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 18 through 19, it reads, For you know that ye were not redeemed from your vain way of life, inherited from your fathers with perishable things like silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Are you living a life pleasing to your heavenly father? Let's take a look at Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 2. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you which is good and pleasing and perfect. Have you made yourself ready according to scriptures? Acts chapter 2, verses 38 through 40. It reads as this, the King James Version. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to them that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. In our podcast episode titled Walking Worthy of Your Calling, which aired on July 23rd, 2022, I stated that when we mark the perfect man, Jesus Christ, and his example of sanctification and honor, we show ourselves worthy of the purposes God has placed in our lives. When we live according to God's plan for our futures, we align ourselves to receive an abundance of blessings from him, 
both spiritual and natural ones, because we are heirs with God and joint heirs with Christ. The word tells us in Philippians chapter 2, verses 12 through 16, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. trembling. For it is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Do all things without murmuring and disputing, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God, without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world." holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. We rely on our spiritual leaders for direction, but ultimately, it is our relationship with God that will determine our destinies. Having a good and strong relation with God helps us to navigate life's journey. The word of God reads in Luke chapter 16, verse 10 through 12. It says, he who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. And he who is dishonest in the least is dishonest also in much. So if you have not been faithful in the unrighteous wealth, who will commit to your trust the true riches? And if you have not been faithful in that which is another man's, who will give you that which is your own? It is each individual's responsibility to ensure that they are financially and spiritually ready. We should not expect others to fund our lifestyle. Friends, let me close by saying this. Second Timothy chapter four, verses seven through eight says, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. We often hear this scripture at both homegoing services as the preacher eulogizes the deceased. But let's consider the scripture as we plan our futures. Let's not shy away from the difficult conversation of end of life planning because our lack of planning can have lasting rippling effects on our loved ones left behind. 
Now, friends, would you please remember Proverbs chapter 13, verse 22? A good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. What legacies do we want to leave behind? Do we want ones in which our loved ones grieve and suffer familial and financial loss because of our poor planning? Or do we want our loved ones to rejoice in knowing that we had them in mind when planning our futures to provide for them after we are gone? Well, friends, that's all the time we have for this episode. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode, which was produced by Lady Latrice Wallace Bellamy. Be safe. Stay healthy. God bless.